How you doing? I'm good. I'm good. And you? I'm doing pretty well. How you feeling about your new single, Rich? I'm feeling amazing. I dropped it like a couple days ago and I dropped the music video at the same time and it's picking up on YouTube. It's doing good on TikTok. I've been making a lot of content with different influencers around my song. So it's been doing really good. Absolutely. Uh, Lady Rose is here to really set the throne this year. Do you feel as though that 2023 is your year? Yes, definitely feel like it. I, it's my year. <laughs> I can see that you have an upcoming single as well. I was looking on online with T Hood, Whisper. Yes, that's going to be dropping on March 10th. So y'all be on the lookout because it's going to be crazy. <laughs> What's the vibe going to be with this song? Because something that I learned about you is that you're very diverse when it comes to your music because you can also sing. And I saw that you had a Christmas song. So what are we getting with this upcoming song, Whisper? So this song, I'm I'm rapping, but I'm actually really whispering on the song. Okay. So that's pretty different. Um, there's only one song that I've heard that there was actually a whisper song, and that's from the Ying Yang Twins. So me and T-Hood came together, and we just decided to come out with a song together because um, we both live in the same area now. So I was like, we might as well, you know. So. Still waiting for that Drake feature. Is this Drake feature coming? Oh, it's on the way. It's on the way. <laughs> when you get on that track with Drake, do you want to go back to something of his early days? We're talking like Thank Me Later, Take Care, or do you want the new Drake? What's your style? Um, I like both of them, but I think I'm going to go with like, you know, Take Care. Take Care. Yeah, that was his yeah. best era. Yeah, that was that was a dope era for Drake. <laughs> but before the ghostwriting rumors took over. Anyway. But, but <laughs> it's someone else that I learned that you want to work with. And is he still someone you want to work with? Tory Lanez, would you be interested? I know through yes. all the controversies and everything going on. <laughs> yeah, I would definitely still like to work with Tory Lanez. He's very talented. You know, I like to work with talented people. And you can tell he's talented and he's he's motivated. Yeah. And there's something just about Toronto and Canada as well with these artists. Because Drake, he can both rap and sing. And you have that connection there with them because you could do both as well. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> with with Tory Lanez, what song would you like to get on with him? Because he's a versatile artist himself. You saw what he did with Alone at Prom. We've been seeing what he's yes. been doing with the Chicks tapes. So what's your what's a song that you hear you two vibing on together? Um, I don't know. I just feel like we probably just got to go in the studio, like figure out a vibe and just create some magic. He does yeah. that, especially with the Fargo Fridays you saw that he was doing last year. And you know, hopefully everything goes well. And I know definitely. everything. he's definitely going through a tough time right now with his court cases. But I, I want to get to your story, story, Lady Rose, because it's an interesting one at that. I learned about you always being interested in music at, at a young age, especially you used to go to pageants. Is that right? You used to do pageants when you were young? Yeah, I yeah. did do pageants when I was uh, a little girl. So I was I did pageants for about three years. Wow. So you did that for three years, got your start there, and you actually mm -hmm. started out writing poetry. Is that right? Yeah, I started writing. I started with pageants, um, and I also started doing, like, um, acting classes. So I was uh, doing a little bit of acting here and there. But um, then I got into poetry. So I started writing, like, poetry. And then once I started writing poetry, I started writing music. <laughs> I heard about your life story and, and doing your research because I learned that your parents split up when you were very young, of course. What, what were some of those things that you were trying to express yourself through poetry at that time because you were going through a lot with your family? Um, I just felt like very like alone at that time just because 
it was more like I didn't want to have to pick a side. You know, I wanted to be uh, with my mom and I wanted to be with my dad. And I didn't really know how to express that. Um, so what I just did, I just took poetry and I just started writing. And that made me that, that gave me an outlet, basically. An escape. And yeah. your brother was the one who inspired you because he was having all these recording sessions going on, had all these artists coming through to record. And he even rapped himself. Yes, my brother was rapping. Um, he still is, but um, he de definitely inspired me into rapping. And what's crazy is that Tory Lanez, they used to rap together. He used to come to the house and would rap. You know, they wow. would have a little group together. So it kind of inspired me to start rapping and, and writing my own music. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's crazy. That's a hidden gem right there. So when, when you finally get on the stage, you'll be like, yeah, I remember when Tory Lanez was coming to my house to record my brother. Right. <laughs> now, what year What year was this? Was it this like when he was really first coming out, like the new Toronto, the first one or the first? This was tape? literally, this was before he blew up. Wow. Yeah, this was way before he blew up. Yeah, and so. he was right with, I told you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> definitely. <laughs> Everyone kept, kept doubting him. And have you gone through your own doubts similar to that, similar what Kanye went through early on in his career? Have you gone through that, faced that early on here with yourself? Yeah, like when I first started rapping, um, what the first first song that I put out was in 2010. Um, and it was just a, like, just a, for my peers, just to, for them to hear it and stuff. And some, some people told me that it was good and mm -hmm. some people, you know, they didn't like it and they were just telling me that I should stick to something else or I should stick to my pageants or I should stick to, you know, acting or something. But I was like, I, I really feel like I can do this and I'm here. I'm here today. I'm just still doing it. So, <laughs> yeah. Still going. And everyone always has to face that adversity story and you're doing that right now and you're continuing to do that. But tell me about Chronic Records because you linked up with them and you've signed your deal there. Yes. So after I put out my single dip, um, after I put out my single dip, um, I met up with Conic Records and shout out to my team. Shout out to my manager, T Tastemaker. Um, we actually made that happen after we put out the song Dip because it was going crazy on TikTok. It was going crazy on all social media platforms. And he kind of took a liking to that. And he he sees how hard I work, you know, and Chronic Records are, are, sees how hard I work. And they very, they were very interested in me. So we just decided to link up and we made some music together. We still got some more music to make together and it was great. So we're still, we're still together. We're still working and yeah. Shout out to the team, Chronic Records. <laughs> and congratulations on your move to Atlanta. Cause I know you just moved there like three years ago and taking this professionally. So why do you think it wasn't clicking for you in Miami? Because when we look at Miami, you see all the music acts, DJ Khaled, Trina, we can go on and right. on. Rick Ross, we see the Maybach music group, Gunplay, all those acts. You even go back to Two Live Crew with Uncle Luke. Why wasn't it clicking for you in Miami, you think, when you look back on it? Miami sucks. I just feel like it's, it's very difficult to make it out of Miami, especially if you're like coming up, because not a lot of people want to get together and support each other. It's not like how Atlanta, when I come to Atlanta, everybody wants to work with everybody. But like Miami, it's like a lot of egos and a lot of, you know, everybody kind of want to stay to themselves and they think they can make it by themselves, which is, you know, that's hard for you to do. So um yeah i think it was just a little bit easier for me um to come to atlanta and work in atlanta because 
it's just more, you know, people who actually, and they actually embrace me more up here. So mm. I think it was just a lot more better coming here. And there's a lot more opportunities. I could tell you always got to go to where there's more opportunities. Atlanta is definitely the buzzing place right now. And I'm glad that it's worked out for you. Where's the second place that you love to, now that you're finally getting the feel and taking over Atlanta right now, and it's only going to get mm-hmm. up from here. Where's the next place that you would love to go to, to seek out? Would it be LA? Do you have, do you have another place in mind? Um, it would either be L.A. or New York. Yeah. Now, I would say go to L.A. because you're in the acting. New York is cold and bitter. That, too. I know. That, too. And I don't like the cold. Yeah. You know, I'm from Miami. I'm, I love it hot all year round. But, yeah, most likely L.A. Mm-hmm. I, I want to get into to your acting works because you. this is what you were also interested in back in the day as far as modeling, acting, getting this. So what were some of your first roles that you took that you can let us know about? So I went to um, New York Film Academy in 2014. Okay, I so know where that, that was, is. Yeah. Yeah. So that was um, I graduated from there, um, and I I, I took a, a class there for a good six weeks. Um, but I would have to say, like, my most interesting role would have to be Marley and Me. Um, I played an extra. I played a, I played in Marley and Me as an extra. Okay. Yeah. That was like one of my biggest roles. So yeah, yeah. People always extras usually how you start out, then you get the the upper roles because you're making those exactly. connections, and and it's worth that. What was the point in your life? Because th- this is where this separates the the difference between people that are the go getters and the people that just get sucked in the American system, and that's the people that work the nine to fives. But what was that leap that you had to, that you took? Was there ever a job that you had like a nine to five in which you said, "No, nah, I'm going to go for my dreams." Oh yeah. Yeah. I had about four different jobs. I worked, <laughs> I think my, I think my first job, yeah, my first job, I worked as a phone girl at Sal's Pizza. And then I worked at um, a call center. Um, I worked at a spa, like a spa place as a receptionist. And then I also worked at Wingstop. So yeah. And then after Wingstop, I was like, all right, now I gotta, I gotta get back to work. Cause yeah. this is not for me. <laughs> No, those jobs, if you want a career in the entertainment industry, you have to leave those behind because those things, they just drag you down. Then you start just accepting that you'll take your paycheck at the end of the week and you're just living by that check every week. And it's not it's not going to get you anywhere. So you have you have to make that sacrifice. And I was glad I'm glad to see that you were able to do that and to get where you're at now in your career. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah, because it's, yeah, <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> as far as furthering your roles now, what's a perfect role that you think would work for you? Because it's all about matching your personality at the end of the day. So what's a role that you would love to play? If you give me an example of a certain film, movie, TV show, what's someone that you have in mind? Um, I'd love to play in power. I think I can okay, play in yeah. power. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can play in Fast and the Furious. That's like, you know. Oh, that's fire. Yeah, that would be dope. That'd yeah. be dope. I'm so, like, Fast like and Furious 30 now. Right? There, there's only yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I think this is the last one, though. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So. You could star as the, the, you know, the co-actor there. What's it? The supporting actor for Vin Diesel. You know, he needs a good co-star. Yes, he definitely does. Yeah. I'm sp- here. I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> power would be great. Isn't it crazy when you think about power, how huge it has become? Because... If you look at it years ago, Empire yeah. was the show. And yeah, then Power just came by and just said, yeah, you're out of here. Yeah, they just they took it by storm. Like, yeah. they really went crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I've been watching it since the first season. So it's like, damn, like, I feel like I grew with the show. 
I feel like I'm part of the show. It's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but you you were listening to all the acts when you were younger. Lil' Kim, Foxy Brown, yes. Trina, Monica, Biggie, Tupac, Nas. You're real well-versed in the 90s era. So who do you think mm-hmm. was the person that made that sacrifice for women to get the limelight that they have now in the industry? Because it's, it's women-dominated right now, and rightfully yeah. so. Um. As far as like, I mean, it goes way, way back, even before I was born, but it goes, it goes way back. But honestly, like, I would have to say the Queen Latifah, you know, MC Light, Lauren Hill, like, um, 3LW, like TLC, you know, like, I feel like those are the type of people that kind of like made it okay for us to come out and create the type of music that we want to create. So, yeah. Yeah. Ten Head Commandments. <laughs> Ten <head> commandments. <laughs> Crazy. Yes. You, should, you should link up with Benny the Butcher because I know he, he, as far as like two newer artists, you're the uh-huh. two that most recently did like a sequel or uh, paying homage or an extension right. to Big, Biggie's Ten Crack Commandments. So you guys should do a track. That would you be know? dope. That yeah. would be definitely dope. Gotta reach out. Gotta reach out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who, who, who's a newer artist that you're messing with right now? Because we mentioned Drake and Tory Lanez, Megan mm-hmm. Thee Stallion before. Who, who's a newer artist that you're looking at the end that was just popping the end of 2022, 2023 that you're looking at right now that you think you guys could vibe together? Um, I like, I honestly, I like Glorilla. I like Lola Brooke. I like what they're doing. I really do. Um, Ice Spice is doing her thing too. So, you know, I like I like the newer artists. They're, you know, they coming out, they doing their thing. So I would definitely love to link and connect and, and work. You know, I'm always about that. <laughs> you could see that for sure. Even back to your early days, because your name links back with Lady Rose to your friends. It was like a group of friends I heard and you just went by the name Lady Rose. Was there any early signs of you guys creating music or that was just a sh- strictly friend group? That was that was just strictly like it was it's really was like it's it's still a brand like it's a brand but um yeah it was i was like only the the only music artist in in the group so yeah <laughs> <laughs> no it's always they interesting to hear <laughs> they were yeah. doing music but they were doing like other stuff you know one of them was a, a um she she actually was an artist like she painted she actually knows how to fashion design and stuff like that so yeah i didn't want people around me who didn't do anything so yeah, <laughs> I heard about your school journey that you were moving around all the time, and that you were hanging out with a majority of the guys in school. Is that right? Yeah, like yeah. I, I I switched around a lot. I never really stayed in one spot. Like from a little kid till now, I never. I was always moving. So, um, but as far as like the guy, I, I grew up like as a tomboy. I never really was like I was so into sports, so into soccer, basketball, and stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I was like one of the guys I used to be, you know, just chilling with the guys because the girls, you know, they started a little out of drama. So there was only a certain amount of girls I could hang around. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when you look back at it, how do you look back at it? because you were the type kind of not to fit in a little bit? I was reading about and you did, so how do you look back on that whole situation, how that really made you? Because when I look back at my career, because I wasn't the one to really fit in at my school, I went to a Catholic school, hated it. So. Mm when you really look at it, you just kind of look at like that situation made me. So how do you look back on your situation, how it made you? I believe it made me as well. I mean, from, I would have to say, well, half of sixth grade and half of and ninth grade and 10th grade, 
I was in private school, so I get it. I understand. Okay, um, yeah, so we can relate there. Private yeah. school sucks. <laughs> yeah, I'm telling you. <laughs> you had to wear uniforms um, and all that, too? Definitely. Yeah, definitely. That. And, then, and then there was, um, so it was just like, it, 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 was, it was hard for me to fit in, especially when it came into to private school. Um, so, you know, but I think it, it definitely made me now because I'm more aware. I'm more like, I, I know, I know who I am. So I know like I can fit in into any place. Like I walk in the room and I ain't got to do too much. So I get it. I know it. <laughs> <laughs> With playing soccer in school, did you, you made the team? Yes, okay, I definitely so made the team. I was a forward. You know, okay. I was the one kicking the goals. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Is there any highlight reels or something that you remember most from when you played throughout your time in school? That's like a most high, high up there moment for you. Um, I would. Well, I mean, when I when I won my games, like you really, won when I games. won my games, they were like my highlights. They were my big highlights, especially when I'm the one who kicked the last goal inside of the. I mean, I'm the one who kicked the last ball inside of the goal. Yeah. That was that was my favorite highlight. So, and and there we have it from there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> See, you've been a success story all along here. As far as twenty twenty three being your year, we mentioned it before. You feel is that what's next up for you on the charts? Because you got the singles coming out. You got the T Hood mm-hmm. Whisper single coming out. Rich just dropped. What's next for you that you're looking to tackle in the in the coming months? Well, um, I definitely am going to be dropping a music video with T Hood to Whisper as well. Um, I got another song that I'm going to be dropping after T Hood, um, after the Whisper song, and it's called Bounce. So be on the lookout for that because that's definitely a spring break hit single. Um, and I got a lot. I got a lot more content, a lot more music videos, a lot more music coming out this year. I'm going to be releasing a lot of content this year. So got to be on the lookout. And I might just be on your TV screen. So we got to pray for that. Now, what's the signs that you've been seeing recently that life is really going to change? Because we we never know when I look at it from my career, anyone's career, we try to see these signs. What's the signs that you're saying that your life is changing right now for the better? Um, I would just I just I just like to have faith. Like I just have faith. I pray every day and I just keep working. I stay consistent. I don't let a day go by and then I'm not consistent because. It's like if you're if you stop for one day, I just feel like I failed. So I kind of just keep going with the flow and just stay working. Just stay working. That's the model. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Upcoming tours, performances. Yes. Um, I will be performing at the People's Matter Fest on March 18th in Miami. So y'all be on the lookout. I'm coming. I'm on my way. And I will be having a tour from March 16th to March 19th in Miami. So I'm going to be hitting up all the clubs, all the hot spots, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to be outside promoting. <laughs> yeah. And, and TikTok's still going crazy. How do you feel as though you mastered TikTok? What was your method? I deleted mine, want no part of it. <laughs> so oh. how, how is your, your mastering of TikTok? How did you master it? You feel as though? I would say posts like two to three contents every day. Um, try to do as much as original content as possible. I know trends are, great and everybody loves trends but you know i feel like now tiktok's changing and they really want more original content so that's what i've been doing i've been posting a lot of original content lately so yeah and post two working. to three times a day and stay consistent that's working. <laughs> and go live yeah it, it, we didn't touch on the modeling are you looking to are you getting any further here as well are you looking to yes definitely yeah. definitely i'll be 
um, I'll definitely be getting into the modeling and everything. Um, and I'll be working on that. So mm-hmm. it's coming. It's on what, the way. What are some examples you can give us? Are you going to be doing designer? What, what's, what do you see best for yourself? Um, I really do want to work with a lot of different brand ambassadors um, as far as like clothing and stuff like that. So I can model their clothing and stuff. Um, but I also want to sell. It's not a merchandise, but it's I want to start selling something and I have it in mind. I just I want to keep it a secret for now, but it's coming. <laughs> I, I'm, putting in the, I'm already putting in the works for it. So I'm already planning it, but it's definitely going to be dope. It's going to be for everybody. It's like a it's like a general thing. So. That's fire. It, it goes could, with my brand. So, no, and that's going to be, it's going to be big for 20. Yeah. I could tell you have a lot on the way here. Keep working. Lady yeah. Rose or anything else you want to add here that we didn't close out on anything. Yes. I want to say, make sure you guys follow me on all my social media platforms. I'm Lady Rose and that's lady with two eyes. Make sure you guys go watch the music video and stream my song rich. It's on YouTube and it's going crazy. It's only been out for like, a day so yeah y'all it go just ahead came and out. go work it up <laughs> yep and i have that in the rotation for you shout out to el nice for connecting us as well i appreciate it yeah. shout out to el nice shout out to see the tastemaker shout out to chronic Records. shout out to the whole team shout out to jules too yes <laughs> absolutely and and i'm looking forward to this upcoming single that you have whisper everything that you have on the way it's it's going to yeah. be the red carpets and big screens this year of course yeah of course nothing less Absolutely. Lady Rose, thank you for coming on the show. You're always welcome. Anytime you have anything you want to promote. I appreciate it so much. Thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. And and I look forward to everything and have a great night and and stay safe out there. Definitely. You too. You too. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah.